Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome back to the warm-up program. This was a song about uh, the news or something. Dirty Laundry. It's about how the news likes to report bad things. The great Don Henley. That's why I try not to watch the news, When he went solo. Come on, that's a good... I had something for you, CeeLo. Now I can't remember. Oh, real quick, though. Oh, all right. This is very helpful. I don't know if other devices have this other thing, but on your uh, Apple phones and your iPads, you can set it up so that, like, when you click on a website article, it goes into reader mode. Yeah. Deletes all, it eliminates all the, Just uh, the words. ads. Oh, yeah. it's so awesome. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. In the mix, gotta have it. Mm. All right. So, new Panthers head coach Dave Canales is his name. Yeah. He had written a book, he and his wife. Uh, they're now very much into uh, the Lord. Uh, which sometimes happens when you go through a very rough patch, as Mr. Dave Canales and his wife did. Born again, correct? Uh, that I'm not I'm not sure if oh. they're born again or if they're just like, let's start paying attention to this now oh, that I'm right, then. addicted to porno and drinking. Which he saw he the light. He saw the light. Okay. So I guess he was, uh, he was addicted to binge drinking and pornography. Okay. He said this about pornography, which I thought was interesting. Quote, it was like a people make themselves feel better by watching pornography. That's true, Eddie. <laughs> he said, quote, it was like a gateway drug for me, creating pathways in my brain that allowed me to use sex coldly for my own benefit. It was a secret, silent struggle that I had years before I was married. He admitted to cheating on his wife at his bachelor party. Hmm. But they're still together. Even though the mother-in-law... She didn't like him. I mean, you can might understand, understand why. <laughs> it's always strange to me when I hear people being addicted to pornography. Mm-hmm. Not that I, I believe Josh it. McCown. Yes. Because when you, in your brain, when you think about somebody who's addicted to drinking, you picture them uh, drunk uh, at a bar, on the floor, missing work. They, when you picture a person addicted to pornography, you just picture them with their pants down. And, right. And you're like... Just watching a lot of porn. Yeah. It's uh-huh. a... It, it's a... Um, it's a weird thing to try to picture. Someone being addicted to porn. Like, addicted to drugs, I think, of somebody snorting cocaine, right. smoking weed all day, doing crack. Addicted to pornography, I picture you walking around with your pants down. 
I don't know about walking around with your pants down. You're just probably spending too much time on it. And it's in, impacting yeah. other areas of your life, which yes. obviously in this case, you it know, did. he says using sex coldly for my own benefit. Yeah. So was freezing out his, I don't know if this was before. He, he said before marriage, but he, right. but then I guess he was doing it in marriage. Now, Let's watch pornography <laughs> together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So See, that's, that's a where, rough one to, uh, that's a rough one to admit to. Because, that's why, did you, now you haven't read the book, obviously. No. But when did this come to light with his now wife? Like, did he put all this out there before they got married? Was it a revelation after they got married? What? Like, did, I, did they cover that in the lengthy story that you <laughs> might have read? I, I did go through this lengthy which story. Which piece had this lengthy story? Or which uh, uh, website had this lengthy story? Uh, this one, I think, maybe was Pro Football Talk. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I, I know... I know. I'm sure he didn't tell his wife he cheated on her at his bachelor party. I'm sure that came out after the right. marriage. Well, yeah, <laughs> but that's a good point. They wrote this book together, <laughs> and even though they knew it was going to be, um, you know, very revealing, that they wanted to help other couples who were maybe going going through this sort of thing. The Charlotte Observer, yeah, and Pro Football Talk might have just pulled up, pulled out. Because I just, yeah, a secret life. Or I may have talked about his marriage, and I tried to go to their website to read it, and you need a subscription, so I can't do that. A subscription to the Dave Canales website? The Charlotte Observer. Oh, I see. Yes, which I'm an athletic subscriber. I don't think I can pull the trigger on... The Charlotte Observer? No. Guess those pop-up ads aren't paying the bills. But wait, now, see, I just tried it three times, and on the third time, the pop-up thing stopped, and now I can read it. They're like, he really (laughs) wants to read this. Yeah, right. (laughs) Give the kid the article. He wants to read it. This marriage, the question that changed everything. Yeah. Published September 2022. Hmm. Now, I am happy for him because if he does have this uh, addiction to pornography that he's hopefully cured, he was in Tampa? I got news for you. <laughs> I lived in Tampa. Yeah. There's porno and uh, strip clubs yeah. everywhere. You can find that in almost any yeah, but this was major like, city. This was crazy, and it was all... All over, like near where the Bucks facility is, where the Bucks stadium is, uh-huh. the Mons Venus, the creme de la creme of strip clubs. The Mons Venus. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it still is the creme okay. de la creme, but it was at one point. Admits to having had multiple affairs earlier in life. Yeah. Portion of the book concerns his sexual infidelity and how the couple worked their way through it, partly through counseling, which they advocate and eventually found their way back to a Christian based. All right, marriage. good for them. Hmm. So, yeah, so better to be in the Carolinas than Tampa. I would agree Tampa with that. Tampa is like Sin City. That's like you can't go be a coach at the Raiders if you've got addiction issues because Las Vegas is trouble. You know what I'm saying, CeeLo? Yes, I do. We're all going to Las Vegas. Well, you're not. No. But Eddie and I. Peter Schwartz is, though. Peter Schwartz is. Uh, not with this program, but <laughs> and uh, different. Jerry recommended yesterday that maybe Gio and Schwartz go check out the Golden Knights is what he meant to say. <laughs> the Golden Knights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Yes, yeah, it's very dangerous where you live. Sometimes your addictions and where you're living can affect each other. Like you, you can't have addictions. I think if you are living in or around Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, it would seem that's a tough just one. Further challenge what yeah, you're further challenge. dealing with. Yes, this is interesting. Uh, the Canales family. The, well, just the whole dynamics of this Charlotte Observer writing this story about this book. Yeah, but. He, they haven't spoken to him yet. Okay. He's not yet spoken to the Charlotte area media, so not just the Observer. And the Panthers wouldn't grant my, the author wrote my, the author wrote my, wouldn't yeah. grant my request to make him available to comment on the story. My understanding, however, is that the Panthers were fully aware of the book and its contents. Yes. 
I mean, I would hope so. God, yes. they vet these guys. You got to know what's going on. Man, I would. Mm. I'd be like, my. I'm going to go to that press conference. You glad to be out of Tampa, where Mon <laughs> Venus strip clubs left and right, the dollhouse. I mean, there were so many strip clubs around there. Agreed, but I don't think he was there. I mean, pull. I think I want to say he, he came he from that Seattle. Yeah, he was in Tampa one year. Oh, okay. He came from Seattle. I forget who. There was some sort of connection. All right, now he's in. Now he's a Panthers. Credited with assisting in the resurgence of Geno Smith's uh, comeback yes. player of the year. How, How about, about that? that? How, How about that? that? Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian Empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. In other news, the Seahawks, as you mentioned, have Ah. hired someone named Mike McDonald as their head coach. So we've got, just to be clear now, (laughs) we've got Mike McDaniel with the Dolphins. McDaniel, We had Josh McDaniels, who's currently out of work. Correct. Now we have Mike McDonald. McDonald. Yeah, McDonald. McDonald? This is spelled M-A-C, McDonald. You think it's pronounced McDonald? I would say McDonald. Really? Seahawks hire Mike McDonald as head coach. He was the Ravens' defensive coordinator. Mm. Now, he is... Very young, 36. Now becomes the youngest head coach in the league. Oh, is that right? Yes. Pete Carroll was 72. Yeah. Can Pete Carroll lawsuit these guys for ageism? I'm sure he Age can. discrimination? I'm sure he can. I mean, everyone, anyone can lawsuit anybody. I can get him Michael the Bulls phone Did you number. watch the, the – I'm watching this show that's, I think, long since over now. It's called Louder Milk with the guy from Office Space. It's on Netflix, like a three-season I, I see thing. it as I'm scrolling. I have no idea what that means, yeah. Louder so Milk. I was just so watching out. this episode where, you know, guys, he's at, a, he's at lunch. Guy's choking. He's sitting there at lunch with an ER doctor, and the ER doctor, like, won't doesn't get up to help the guy. He's like, he's choking. So he gets yeah. up, gives him the Heimlich, basically saves the guy's life. A couple days later, lawyer shows up. You're being sued. You You broke his rib. For you know, Heimlich when, when you and he didn't really need it technically. Wow. Yeah, okay, right. I know it's a TV show, but that that's stuff what happens. happens in today's world. Right. So of course, Pete Carroll could file a lawsuit. Whether or not he'd actually get anything out of it, I have no idea. That's a tough one to prove. <clears throat> Which the rib or the no age the thing? A- oh, okay. age thing? <laughs> like yeah, we fired you because you're old and out of touch. Right. Plus they also tried the whole hey, we'd love for you to stay on as an advisor. Yeah. So, like, they didn't just fire him and say, get the hell out of here. Get out. They tried to transition him into a different type role. Yeah. Mm. It didn't work. Has a great relationship with the GM, John yeah. Schneider. I don't know about ownership. Hmm. Mm. But I feel like age does take you out of some jobs, and that should uh, be okay. Uh, eventually. Yeah. Right? I. I uh, you don't know, Celia. Like Should I can't it be, be okay. I yeah. don't know. Everyone gets to retirement at some point, I guess. Or not these, <laughs> not these announcers, Celo. You know how many old announcers we got around yeah, around of, uh, sports. Yep. We I talk, move talk over about for the next. I'm Boomer Esiason. 
No, they don't. <laughs> the next they generation. Don't they don't move over. Some of these announcers have kids. We got to get them the jobs. Like uh, Noah Eagle needs a job. No, Whatever no, Chris Collinsworth. Noah Eagle doesn't need a job. He's doing just fine. <laughs> Whatever Chris Collinsworth's kid's name Jack. is. Jack. Jack. Yeah. I mean, we got kids. Jerry's got kids. Yes, he you does. You have children that yes. want to be in broadcasting. No. No. They need these jobs, CeeLo. Definitely not. They imagine don't want to be in broadcasting. To, imagine me trying to sell that to them. <laughs> If you want to work in a business where you'll never be full time, go for it. <laughs> I'm trying to think if there was a time when I was when when my dad. I had to have at some point a conversation with my dad when I told him, "Well, I kind of like Howard Stern. I would yeah. like to do something like that." <laughs> He's like, "What are you talking about?" Ah, <laughs> uh, just like Costanza sitting down with Seinfeld to yeah. talk about. I like I like sports. I'm gonna be like the general manager of a baseball team. I make good comments. Yeah, on right. Yeah. You do. You do make the comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break so we have a moment on the other side. And then uh, Jerry and Gio will be here. And O's the Mentalist is coming I in at 8 o'clock. I can't wait. I'm That's very much looking awesome. forward to that. But first, a, a sports minute. Yeah, Eddie, Eddie wrote that you have a 10% chance. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I would say less than less 1. Less than 1%. I gave you 100 chances. I'm not certain that you'd get, get right, it a I, single I'm, time. I don't even have a guess then. Let's That's, just that's roll kind of boring. That. Let's just roll it. All right. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, just another minute or so with uh, CeeLo, and then Gio and Jerry will be here. CeeLo, the Mets have uh, put out their uh, promotional schedule where they tell you the giveaways. Yeah. Not a lot stood out to me. There's a Hawaiian shirt night. Yeah. Seems interesting. Like, um, when I was grow- growing up and wanting to be in radio, wacky DJs wore Hawaiian shirts. That was, like, how you knew you were, like... The edgy. cool, yeah, like the cool edgy DJ. Okay, you'd wear a wacky Hawaiian shirt, like uh, the guy in Philadelphia, John DeBella. He was a Hawaiian mm. shirt. You do Hawaiian shirt Fridays and encourage your listeners yeah, to wear a big Hawaiian shirt guy, <laughs> Andy Reid. Oh, Andy Reid does big love time. a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, he does. Probably get off the plane in Vegas Sunday or Monday wearing one. Yeah, and then there's something called the uh, Francisco Lindor streetwear bobblehead. Streetwear. Streetwear. So not in his Mets regalia. Correct. Okay. I wonder what That's it'll different. be. In. I would imagine he'll be in on deciding what sort of clothing what he'll street be wearing. Wear. Yeah. Cool jeans. I'd have him dressed like me, a hoodie with jeans. <laughs> what about the Francisco Lindor, how Al dresses for work bobblehead doll? <laughs> we put Lindor in the Al Dukes yeah. attire. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Just jeans. The beanie. <laughs> the beanie, the same beanie, a hoodie. Yeah. Yeah, I would get that. Great. And the Mets also, people very excited to see, though, uh, their afternoon games in the first half of the season, their Saturday afternoon yes. games, home ones. Well, Saturday games, period. No night games, all after all day 140. games. 140. Yes, and then 410 after June 1st. At yes, the rest that's of the right. Way. Yeah. That's pretty good. They said better for families and big groups. You've got a family, CeeLo. Yeah. I don't know what that's like, but you do. <laughs> Would you be more apt to go to a one forty game than a four like o'clock? A 7, 10. Well, like a four o'clock. Uh, I don't. Uh, neither of those would matter. Yeah, I'd be fine on a Saturday. Yeah, I mean the problem with that is, I mean they're gonna have activities and stuff. They're gonna be playing sports themselves Saturday. In oh, the your spring. children? Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. <laughs> What's Jerry saying? I don't know. I want to. I said his... no. You meant his wife with the activities <laughs> playing sports. <laughs> 
She's on a recreational volleyball team every Saturday at noon. She can't take the kids then if that's the case. Busy schedule Saturdays, Al. Oh, man. So I can take the kids, just me and the boys, to the ball game because my wife's on the volleyball court on Saturdays. I'm not one to go to baseball. Might be honest something. I'm not one to go to baseball games, but if I had to go, 140 on a Saturday. Well, yeah, we know you're not going to night games. No. Unless someone drags you there like Boomer. I'm not getting on. First of all, I'm not. I guess I would have to drive to Queens. Oh. You're not going to a 140 game no. either, unless it's the Lakewood Blue Claws yeah. and you have an Uber driver. I got news for you. I don't even go into these. You go, go, you know, any, going anywhere other than Madison Square Garden or MetLife Stadium from New Jersey is just misery. Yeah, it's tough. Barclays Center, uh, City Field, Yankee Stadium. Even I mean, it's just it's a nightmare. I remember I used to go to a, I, a couple times. I went with the seven line. What was I nuts? <laughs> No, no, I was, I was really looking, mixing it up back in the day. I was looking for dates. I had no date action going on. <laughs> Is that how you ended up with a date to my wedding, by the way? Yeah. There you go. That's correct. She was a seven-liner or is a seven-liner. Seven-liner, yeah. yeah. The seven-liners, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tried to get in the mix over there. The Mets do have some very pretty uh, fans. Okay. Like... Th- <laughs> He's dying here. No, this is no, like no. the longest last segment no, we've ever not, had on the world show. I'm just saying, <laughs> there are a lot of good WFAN-FM HD1, New York, always live on the free Odyssey app. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.